Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 12th of April, the 102nd day of 2021, with 263 days ahead of us until 2022. Today in 1861, Fort Sumter was attacked by the Confederacy, beginning the American Civil War. Today in 1932, Grand Hotel, starring Greta Garbo and John Barrymore, premiered in New York City. The film includes one of Garbo's most famous lines, I want to be alone. In 1955, the polio vaccine tested by Jonas Salk was approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. In 1961, on this day, Yuri Gagarin in Vostok 1 became the first person to orbit the Earth. Tomorrow evening, as dusk ebbs toward nightfall, look to the western horizon in the direction of sunset for the faintest and slenderest new moon, the barest crescent hanging just above the treetops. The following evening, find the crescent new moon waxing and in company of the Pleiades, and the night after that, waxing further and near the star Aldebaran. Meanwhile, on campus at the University of Maine in Orono, where for all the world we appear almost as a ghost town, a few students can be seen walking between the few face-to-face classes. There, too, without exception, continue practicing super-elocution, super-articulation, super-projection to compensate for, and preferably override, the effects of mandatory masks muffling one's words. Oral presentations are therefore challenging performances, and when we engage topics such as Dante's Inferno, reciting passages in Terzerima, as Virgil and his young companion traipse through the various circles of hell, we indeed experience a workout and must be mindful of breathing deeply and consistently so that we do not, like the Florentine bard, swoon. Today in 1947, in Broad Ripple, a small-town suburb of Indianapolis, Indiana, David Letterman was born to florist Joseph Letterman and his wife Dorothy, who already had two daughters. Looking back, David says, The house I grew up in was nuts because I was there. I was a maniac. I was always picking fights, starting trouble, and I don't think there was a single meal where my mother didn't have to say, All right, David, if you can't behave, take your plate and eat outside. While learning where his natural talents did not lie, in fields such as math or German, Letterman discovered an affinity for public speaking. He thought, wait a minute, I can actually get a grade here, just standing up and telling stories? That was a real insight to me, and when I found out you could study broadcasting in college, I thought, Holy cow! There you go! It's a miracle! What's next? And what was next was figuring how to get on the radio. At Ball State University, David was fired from a disc jockey job for making up humorous biographies of classical composers. Then he became a television weatherman, hyperbolizing from time to time, describing Hale as being as big as canned hams, which also got him fired. Watching Johnny Carson's The Tonight Show challenged David, and he thought he could come up with better punchlines than Carson's. 
A move to Los Angeles in 1975 brought him to stand-up comedy, and a bright future began to unfold, gig by gig, while becoming acquainted with helpful people such as Jay Leno, Jimmy Walker, Bob Hope, Paul Lind, Mary Tyler Moore, and Johnny Carson, who invited David to substitute host. In tune, Letterman has quite quietly helped many folks as well, for example, funding a scholarship for C students at his alma mater, Ball State. And at our local university, we're headed for the top of the double black diamond slope, the last couple weeks of class, when everything will be over before most of us know it. On everyone's minds, however, is the growing possibility that the pandemic is a long ways from over despite an increasing rate of vaccinations. This past week, on a national scale, at least 561,000 Americans have lost their lives to COVID-19, more than two and a half times the guess Anthony Fauci made a year ago. Toward the end of last week, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases worldwide had approached 135 million, again an increase of at least 5 million cases globally since the week before. And along with the escalation globally of those confirmed cases, the numbers are now verging on 3 million inhabitants of planet Earth having died since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. We here in the U.S., with 4% of the world's population, have had 23% of the world's confirmed COVID-19 cases and 19% of the world's COVID-19 fatalities. In other words, we're now at 31.1 million cases since the beginning of the pandemic and 561,000 deaths. Right behind us in confirmed cases are Brazil with 13.3 million cases and India with 13.1 million cases. France continues in fourth place with 5 million cases, barely nudging out Russia, which has 4.6 million cases. The UK with 4.4 million cases is in sixth place and Italy remains in seventh place with 3.7 million cases. Currently behind us in the COVID fatality rankings are in second through fourth place, Brazil, Mexico, and India. Today is also the birthday of American politician Henry Clay in 1777, of American singer and ukulele player, player Tiny Tim in 1932, of American pianist Herbie Hancock in 1940, of German-born Canadian rock singer from Steppenwolf John Kay of American actor and comedian Ed O'Neill in 1946, of American singer and actor David Cassidy in 1950, of Cuban-American actor Andy Garcia in 1956, of American country singer Vince Gill in 1957, and of American actress, director, and producer Shannon Doherty in 1971. For more on I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the fourth official week of spring. <laughs>